If it had not been for the Lord Who was always on my side The enemy would have swallowed us Would have drowned in their waters But our souls have found an escape A hiding place in you The fowler's snake is broken Our help is in the name of the Lord No, nothing without you Without you
singing with the sounds of our hearts, with our thanksgiving, with our prayers to fellowship and to commune with him. How do we know that? Bible says, blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. Hallelujah. So not everyone can go into the presence of God. Not everyone can enter into his presence. It's an honor. Father in your life. Who is the 
it's an honor, Lord, to stand and worship you. Oh, Jesus. We lift our Beloved, you all who lift your hearts, lift your hearts, lift your hands, lift your voice, and just bless the name of the Lord. This evening, we are blessed that he has chosen out, chosen us out of many people, kindred, tribes, races, and he has enabled us by his strength and mercy to approach unto him. You want to be, you want to be grateful by opening your mouth, lifting your voice to express appreciation unto him for his goodness, even for the grace that has brought us this far. Beloved, lift your voice, begin to bless the name of the Lord. Just give him glory. Give him glory. Adore him. Tell him how grateful you are for this privilege of grace, this election of grace, the favor, the favor, and the loving comfort. His loving kindness and his compassion. Just lift your voice and bless the name of the Lord. For he is good, his mercies endure forever. He is good. He has not left us even unto the enemy. For had it not been for him, hey, the enemy would have followed us. Just bless the name of the Lord. Just tell him how great he is. Just tell him how awesome he is. Tell him how grateful he is. Just tell him how good. He has been to your family. Thank you tonight, oh God. Thank him for the healings. Even those problems you don't you no longer want to see in your life. You can begin to thank him even before before they vanish. For in your thanksgiving is the mystery of his workings. In your thanksgiving is the power of his appearing. He's showing up in your situation. You want to lift your voice, lift your heart, lift your heart. Bless his name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, Father. Father, we bless you. Father, we worship. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we exalt your name. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. Oh, Maraga de Beposhana Macombra de Atelega de Regedebe. Araga de Regedebe Dua Cabrasin in the Combra de Shenemenegedevaya. Or Ramanaga de Regedebe Dua Capalaski Varaga de Leve. Rega de Regedebe de Shenemeregedebe. Oh, Lord, we exalt your name. Let your name be lifted high. There is none like you, O God. There is none. There is none. There is none like you, Father. You are worthy. You are worthy, O God. You are worthy. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy. Father, we give you glory, we give you praise. Lord, we exalt and we extol and we lift your name higher. The word says, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causes us to approach unto you. Lord, we are grateful. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for grace that has found us, for your love that has chosen us, for your mercies, 
by which we are able to approach the throne of grace boldly, boldly, irrespective, Lord, of our past, irrespective of our present. Lord, we thank you. We thank you in the name of Jesus. May your name be glorified. Hallelujah. Now you want to lift your voice, beloved, and you want to tell God that even as he has chosen us and has caused us to approach before his throne, even this this moment, once again, there's a second time, the second meeting today. You are saying that, Lord, cleanse me, purge me. Lord, make me whole in the name of Jesus Christ. Purge me with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I acknowledge that there are still things that I did inconsistent with your will. Thoughts that I conceived inconsistent with your will. Lord, wash me clean by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Wash my garment, O God. My garment of holiness, O God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. O God, and straighten me in the name of Jesus Christ. Even as I confess and acknowledge my wrongs and misdeeds, uh, oh God, I ask that by the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, you impute no evil, no sin, uh, no wrong, uh, no wrong uh, against me, oh God. Uh, but rather, Lord, uh, you grant me uh, graciously uh, your forgiveness uh, that I may receive our thanksgiving in the name of Jesus. Uh, Lord, oh God, uh, purify, purify, uh, purify my heart, oh God, uh, and cleanse my hands, oh God. Uh, purify my heart, oh God, uh, cleanse my hands. My prayer my heart, O God, and cleanse my hands, O God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Take away from me every double-mindedness of motive, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Double-mindedness of thought, O God, every impurity, in the name of Jesus Christ. And have your way, have your way, in the name of Jesus Christ. Even by the blood of Lord Jesus. Father, bless you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for cleansing. Thank you for prayer. Purification in the name of Jesus. Oh Jesus. Amen. Jesus Christ, that he should take preeminence, even as we prepare our hearts, 
given us a lift. He pre- prepares our hearts and draws us to Himself in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, sweet Spirit, we need you today. Even as we begin our service, we need you today. Oh, sweet Spirit, take preeminence.
up, you just sweet spirit. Somebody, if you need the Holy Spirit, let your voice tonight. Come on. I know it's a recording, but you can't be that straight. You can talk to the Holy Spirit right now. Tonight is an encounter, not a concept. Come on, lose yourself and you want to talk to the Holy Spirit. I don't know what's on your heart, but you want to tell the Lord, speak to the Lord tonight. <laughs> What can we do without your glory? What can we do without your presence? What can we do without your spirit? We need your spirit tonight. People of God, you only lift your voice. Our last prayer. And this is your prayer. You're saying that, Lord, Lord. Nanakabna, you are welcome. God bless you. Lord, any word you have for me today in this meeting, let it get to me. In the name of Jesus. Bible says you sent forth your word and it healed them. Hallelujah. From all their diseases. In Isaiah, you said, the Bible says that you sent a word into Jacob and it lighted up upon Israel. Today, any word I need to light me up, any word I need to light me up in my next dimension in life, my next dimension in ministry, my next dimension in business, my next dimension in my career or my academics in the name of the Lord Jesus, my next dimension in all aspects of my life. Lord, oh God, let that word be released in the name of Jesus Christ by your spirit. Holy Spirit minister to us. Have free course in the name of Jesus Christ and grant us grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. Accompany your word that will not be Hears only Oh, Father, speak to us, speak to us, speak to us. This evening, Lord, speak to us. Speak to us by the lips of your servant, speak to us. In the name of Jesus. the word says that you speak, you speak, you speak. This evening speaker, this evening speaker, this evening speaker. Ramba do a capa la gada regete de duas shana magabadia. Regete de gada reset, yete gada de 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 de
this we shall be having a short prayer session and then the prophetic amen amen so stay tuned please follow closely um in this ministry school of ministry series um just like john's the, the bible says in the book of john john chapter i think two jesus's first miracle in cana bible says that it was told the disciples of jesus's mother that Whatsoever Jesus tells them to do, they should do it. Please, let's take heed, make notes like you did previously, and in all other sessions, participate, give them your support like you would ever or you would always give me. Amen. So, Minister David, God bless you in advance. The platform is yours for the next one hour, 20 minutes. Amen. God bless you, Apostle Samuel, for giving me this opportunity to minister God's word to his people. Okay, God bless you. Please, please, can everybody hear me? Can Is, is my voice clear enough 
Is my voice clear enough? Okay. And is the background sound also okay? Okay. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. So first and foremost, I want to give thanks to the Almighty God for counting as worthy to be able to stand before his lovely people and his saints to minister his word to his people it is an opportunity i don't take for granted and i take it up with all seriousness because i know that i am ministering before capable and powerful men and women of god therefore i say thank you first to god and i also want to say I also, I also want to show my appreciation to our man of God, the man of the house, that is our Apostle Samuel, for also giving us the chance, giving us the privilege, giving us the platform to be able to minister to such a lovely people of God such as this. So, Papa, I salute you. I say thank you for that as well. I want us to just prepare our hearts for the Word of God tonight sometimes a lot of people when they join platforms where the teaching of the word of god is going on they see it they see it as normal they see it as okay then they just skip and they just leave but one of the thing that was one of the things that characterized the ministry of jesus was teachings jesus was a man that taught a lot because he understood the significance of teachings in the body of Christ, he understood the place of teaching. So therefore, no matter the number of healings, the deliverance, the, the miracles he did, Jesus always made time to teach the people, to teach the disciples what they ought to know with regards to the kingdom and regards to the kingdom of heaven as well. So if you find yourself here at this platform, to listen to the teaching of the word of God all I will encourage you is that just stay and listen stay and listen for indeed God will minister to his people tonight God will minister to his people tonight so today as our man of God said I will be ministering on the topic loyalty and disloyalty in the kingdom loyalty and disloyalty in the kingdom so man is a relational being not an isolated one and man was created to thrive on relationships first his relationship with his creator that is god and then his relationship with his fellow man therefore man need god man needs god and his fellow man a lot of times people are like they want to do things alone they want to be alone they want to do things alone they want to accomplish things alone but the system of this world has set it in such a way that you will always need someone you will always need someone before you even existed on this planet you had to come through a man and a woman that is your father and your mother they had to meet marry and give birth before you came even into existence on this planet even after that you needed someone a mother to breastfeed you to give you food to take care of you to bathe you to do you all the cleaning when you when you soil yourself when you wet yourself you needed someone you needed someone a mother to do that job 
and you needed a father to take care of you to pay your school fees to send you to school to make sure that you have the proper discipline as a child you needed someone even when you wanted to be educated you needed someone a teacher who knows what you need at that particular level for you to be taught in order for you to know what you know now you needed someone so man can never thrive alone man thrives on relationships man needs relationship as i said earlier first the relationship with god number one and your relationship with your fellow man your relationship with your fellow man even before you move from one place to another you need a trotter driver or somebody who has learned to become a driver for you to pick his car and go to where you want to go we need each other we need each other in the same vein the believer thrives in a living relationship with Christ who is the head of the body and his fellow believers who are also parts of the same body one vital and critical virtue that is needed in these relationships is loyalty one critical virtue needed is loyalty therefore it is important for the subject of loyalty and disloyalty to be treated so that we come to understand how critical and how important it is to the body of Christ loyalty is a very vital element in deepening any relationship and i repeat any relationship either with god or with your fellow man look at any strong and solid relationship out there there is the element of loyalty or faithfulness there is the element of loyalty or faithfulness look at your parents your mother and your father how they have been able to stay married for them for over 12 years that relationship couldn't have been strong if loyalty was absent therefore loyalty is important loyalty brings the best in any in any and every relationship as well as its longevity therefore the place of loyalty can never be understated the place of loyalty can never be understated and the same way loyalty strengthens bonds and deepens relationship as well as bring the prog- brings about the progress of the relationship this loyalty or unfaithfulness does the complete opposite to relationship this loyalty ends relationship and it also has the potential to break hearts and alter the course of relationships this loyalty has the tendency to break marriages it erodes friendships it shatters ministries it breeds pain and hurt as well as bitterness and unforgiveness to the one who experiences this loyalty this loyalty so then we are come to look at what when we talk about loyalty so we are come to look at what then is loyalty what then is loyalty so i define loyalty as this loyalty refers to a wholehearted fidelity or faithfulness that is coupled with unswerving devotion and duty i repeat loyalty refers to a wholehearted fidelity that is coupled with unswerving devotion and duty the key word is wholehearted fidelity wholehearted faithfulness that is coupled with unswerving devotion a devotion a sense of devotion that does not shake and that does not change and duty the opposite can be said 
for disloyalty as well. That disloyalty is a half-hearted or the complete absence of fidelity or faithfulness. And a swerving devotion, a devotion, a sense of devotion that is not stable, a sense of devotion that is not solid, but that is weak. And a sense of duty that is also weak as well. So that is loyalty and disloyalty. So you have come to understand that loyalty is a relational virtue. Loyalty is a relational virtue. Whenever loyalty is being mentioned, two entities are always considered. It's either between a person and a person, a person or an idea, a person or a thing, a person and an action, or with regards to we that believe in Christ or we that are serving God, a person and a higher power. A person and a higher power. Therefore, it is important that we discuss loyalty and disloyalty in the kingdom. I took my time to set the scriptures whether I can find the exact word loyalty, just as there are other words in the scriptures like love, peace, joy, and all those words. But it's interesting that I did not find the exact word loyalty. I used the King James Version. I didn't find it. There's only the amplified version that I found one. One. One word called loyalty. But it was in in emphasis. It wasn't the main word. It was like an emphasis that was given to it. So the word loyalty is not clearly stated or explicitly mentioned in the Bible like other words like joy, love, and peace. But another word that is mostly used to talk about the virtue loyalty, as explained earlier, is faithfulness 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 so because of that i am going to be using the word faithfulness and loyalty simultaneously so that we get it so that we'll be able to know what i'm talking about that is faithfulness and loyalty how we're doing that so so the word faithfulness communicates so the word loyalty communicates a sense of faithfulness as i defined earlier on swerving devotion on swerving devotion and wholeheartedness 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 so we are going to the first subsection and the first thing we are going to look about is so for this ministration we are going to look about three key things the first thing is loyalty and disloyalty to god that is the first thing we are going to handle then the next one you're going to look at is loyalty and disloyalty to your fellow man and the man of god will be included in that section as well loyalty and disloyalty to a man of god or your fellow man then the last thing you're going to look about is loyalty and disloyalty in the ministry god has placed you in loyalty and disloyalty in the ministry god has placed you in <clears throat> So we move on to the first subsection that is loyalty and disloyalty to God. Loyalty and disloyalty to God. And the first thing we are going to look about is loyalty to God. And we are going to consider the story of Daniel. We are going to consider that man Daniel. That man Daniel, such a powerful man. And we are going to consider the story of, the, of Daniel in the lion's den. And that story can be taken from the book of Daniel chapter 6 verse 1 to 28 Daniel chapter 6 verse 1 to 8 another story that depicts the loyalty of a man to God is also found in the same story of Daniel but this it was about his friends and the golden statue 
how Nebuchadnezzar built a golden statue and he told Daniel and the first to bow it and they said that they wouldn't. That story is found in the book of Daniel chapter 3 verse 1 to 30. Daniel chapter 3 verse 1 to 30. But we are going to take the story of Daniel in the lion's den and we are going to open it up and we are going to break it up and we are going to learn what it means to be loyal to God, the benefits we get from being loyal to God, some of the cost that comes with being loyal to God, and we, we move on from there. We move on from there. So I'm going to read the book of Daniel chapter 6. I will tell I will let us know so that we put specific verses out of that chapter inside on the platform so that we'll be able to work with our time as well. So I read Daniel chapter 6, verse 1. God bless you, Minister, Minister Daniel, for dropping the verses onto the platform. And it says, And it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom, and over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give accounts unto them, and the king should have no damage. But Daniel was preferred above the precedents. Daniel was preferred, was preferred above the precedents and the princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought of him to set him over the entire realm. The king thought of him to set him over the entire realm. And verse 4 he says, Then there were other two commissioners or satraps that began trying to find a reason to bring a complaint against Daniel. I am reading from the Amplified Version. Uh, so the commissioners and the satraps began to find a reason to bring a complaint Daniel. That is verse 4. But they could find no reason for an accusation or evidence of corruption because he was faithful. He was faithful and no negligence or corruption was found in him. He was faithful. He was faithful. He was faithful. He was faithful. When you read the King James Version, he says, And the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault. For as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Hmm. Let us go to the verse 5. He says, And then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Concerning the law of his God. That means Daniel's fellow ministers knew that now there is something strange about Daniel. He is faultless. He is blameless. You cannot find any fault against Daniel unless when it comes to his God. When it comes to his God. When it comes to his God, you will know that indeed Daniel is Daniel. So the first thing we learn about loyalty to God is loyalty to God and his laws can be seen by others around you. It is a virtue that cannot be hidden. There is no such thing as I am trying to be loyal or faithful to God in secret. Or I'm trying to be faithful to God low-key. I'm trying to be faithful to God. I don't want anybody to see that I'm faithful or I'm loyal to God. Maybe let me be my somewhere. Let me sit my somewhere. Let me mind my own business. No. The men, the friends, the, minister, the fellow ministers of Daniel got to understand that when it comes to God, we don't joke with Daniel. That means when we are to be loyal to God, it is not something that you can hide. It is not something that you can say that, let me hide, let me be my somewhere. No, it is a virtue that is supposed to be seen by all. So that is the first point when it comes to loyalty to God, that it is a virtue that cannot be hidden. 
it is a virtue that cannot be hidden it is a virtue that cannot be hidden so let us make our minds that we are we are deciding to be loyal to god even in front of our friends our loved ones our families at the workplace in our school and we will not be ashamed of the god that we serve we will not be ashamed of the god that we serve hallelujah somebody type into the comments and say loyalty 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 god bless you god bless you we continue verse 6 he says and the commissioners and the satras agreed to approach the king and they said to him can darius live forever and all the commissioners of the kingdom the counselors the governors agreed together that they will establish a royal statue to enforce an injunction that anyone that prays to any man or god apart from you O king during the next 30 days shall be thrown into the den of lions can somebody post the verse 7 on of that particular chapter verse 7 of daniel chapter 6 and let's see what the satraps had in mind in order to trap daniel in order to trap daniel in order to trap daniel so that he would be disloyal to his god verse 7 of daniel chapter 6 god bless you minister winning he says and the princes and the presidents of the kingdom and the governors and the princes and the counselors and the captains have consulted together and they established a royal statue and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or any man for 30 days save of thee o king he shall cast into the den of lions he shall cast into the den of lions he shall cast into the none of lions. And verse 8, verse 8, and he says, Now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the documents, that it may not be changed, in accordance with the law of the Medes and the Persians, which ensues, that it may not be altered or revoked. So these men went to the king and told him that, O king, for the next 30 days, we want you to do something for us. Sign a decree, make a law that no man shall pray to any god or any man except you O king for the next 30 days and anyone who does that let that person be thrown in the den of lions and make that law so binding in such a way that even you yourself king you cannot be able to change or alter the decision you have made <laughs> wickedness what a trap what a trap what a trap so the bible says that the king signed the document he didn't know that his fellow ministers has planned that they will bring Daniel to ruin because Daniel was a favorite minister to the king so he didn't know so they trapped they set that trap and they came together please can you please uh, post verse 11 for me and let us notice something interesting verse 11 verse 10 and verse 11 verse 10 and verse 11 of Daniel chapter 6 verse 10 and verse 11 something interesting happened something interesting happened verse 10 and verse 11 god bless you minister when and he said and when daniel knew that the writing was signed he went into his house oh god and his windows being open in his chamber toward jerusalem he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his god as he did aforetime then these men assembled and found daniel praying and making supplications before his god <laughs> daniel was a very interesting man so from this scripture we learn another interesting thing about the loyalty to god and it is loyalty to god must always be the highest form of loyalty 
it supersedes all other forms of loyalty to any man, to any cause, to any idea, or to anything. And Daniel was a man who made that point very clear that even though the king has signed a document that no man should pray to any other god apart from him, that day the Bible says when Daniel heard it, when Daniel heard it, he went to his room opened the door faced towards Jerusalem and went on his knees and prayed as much as as usually as he has always been doing so that makes us understand that our loyalty to God is supposed to be the highest form of loyalty our loyalty to God should come before loyalty to anything or any man and the scriptures made it clear that Daniel did so he made sure that his loyalty to God was the highest form of loyalty so that is the second thing we learn about loyalty to God or faithfulness to God. It's supposed to be the highest form of loyalty a man should ever have. We continue. And these people went to, and these people intentionally went to hide. The ministers, all of them gathered. And when they went, all of them made sure that they saw that Daniel was praying. And when they found out that Daniel was praying, they all went to the king and told the king that, Oh king, remember the decree that you signed that no man should pray, that no man should pray, that no man should pray to any person, any God, any man apart from you. Come and see Daniel. He's on his knees praying to his God three times a day. So the Bible says that the king was sad because Daniel was his favorite. Daniel was his favorite minister. He didn't want to punish Daniel because he knew the kind of man Daniel was. But the king delayed. The king, they told him, let's say they told him in the morning, the king was delaying. He was acting slow in the evening. And these men came back to the king. And they told him that, king, you remember the document that you signed? And they reminded the king again of the document that he signed. And that time, the king was trapped. He couldn't do anything. Then he just said that, okay, go and bring Daniel and cast him into the lion's den. But the Bible also makes us understand that the king was sad and he couldn't sleep throughout the night because he was worried about his servant Daniel. He worried about his servant Daniel. So the Bible says that the next day the king rose up very early in the morning. Then he went to the den of the lion. Can someone please post me the verse 22, verse 21 of the chapter, verse 21, verse 22, verse 23. Daniel chapter 6, verse 21, verse 22, and verse 23. God bless you, Minister Winning. <laughs> Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. So at that time, the king had gone to the lions then, and he was like, Daniel, have the God that you serve, has he delivered you? And Daniel said, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth, and they have not hurt me for as much as before him. Innocence was found in me and also before the O king, for I have done no hurt. For I have done no hate. So the third thing we learn about being loyal to God is this. That being loyal to God, no matter what, causes God himself to intervene in your situation and manifest his power in your life. So that is one of the things that we learn when it comes to being loyal to God. Daniel was loyal to God at the expense of his life. And God himself, because he knew that Daniel has been loyal and faithful to him, even at the decree of the king, God himself came, sent an angel to shut the mouth of the lions that were trapped with Daniel in the den. And God delivered Daniel. So being loyal to God makes God himself come and intervene in your situation. Hallelujah. 
and God does not only that does he doesn't only do that can somebody post the next verse verse 24 and let us look at something interesting too verse 24 verse 24 of the same chapter Daniel chapter 6 verse 24 God bless you Mr. Winning. and he said and the king commanded and they brought those men that had accused Daniel and they cast them into the den of the lions them and their children and their wives and the lion had the mastery of them and break all their bones in pieces and ever they they didn't even land at the bottom of the den the lions just grabbed them in the air another thing the lord respect to me with regards to being loyal to him is god himself hunts down your enemies god himself hunts down your enemies and deals with them utterly if we remain loyal and faithful to him to the end we see that daniel did not do anything to his enemies but as a result of him being loyal and faithful to god and god showing himself strong in his life the the enemies were cast into the lions then sure please note that minister minister samuel note that they were cast into the lions then, and the bible said that the lions even break their bones even before they landed into the into the lions then that means god will hand down your enemies and he deal with them utterly unless unless we choose to remain faithful and loyal to him unto the unto the very end now when you read the verses number 25 to 27 it also talks about the promotion daniel underwent let's post verse 25 to 27 verse 25 to 27 of the same scripture that is daniel chapter 6 verse 25 to 27 verse 25 to 27 Shadada verse 25 to 27 okay and he says then Kendarius wrote unto all the people and all the nations and languages god bless you minister samuel and dwell in order that peace be multiplied unto you i make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom man tremble and fear before the god of daniel for he is the living god and steadfast forever and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be even unto the end he delivereth and rescueth and he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and the earth who had delivered daniel so from this scripture we learned one thing when we remain loyal to god god is honored god is glorified god is exalted in the eyes of all men when his servants remain faithful and loyal to him to the very end so we see as a result of one man's loyalty to god that is daniel the whole kingdom of babylon got to know about the god of this daniel because of his loyalty to god choosing to remain faithful and loyal to him to the to the very end the whole of babylon got to know about this great god and how powerful and how great he is so we being loyal to god makes men makes men all over the world know that indeed there is a god in our life there is a god in our life so god is glorified god is exalted when we remain loyal to him and the last thing we learn is daniel was promoted in the end so as long as you remain loyal to god i remain as you remain loyal to god you will be promoted in the end for god is faithful you'll be promoted in the end and one of the key things god placed on my heart is is this interesting point he says those who remain loyal to god may end up in a worse position than they were previously earlier but the, but the key thing is that position is temporal only for a short while we can see this in the case of daniel because of his loyalty to god 
there was a cost, there was a price to pay, and that price was him being cast into the lion's den. But it was only a temporary situation. We see the case of Daniel and his friends, Shadow, Shadow, Medic, and Isaac, and Abednego, that they decided not to bow to the king's statue, and they were cast into the fiery face, into the fiery fire, but God delivered them. It was only for a short while. So sometimes you may think that being loyal to God can only make good things happen to us. Sometimes it may turn. It may turn. Like for the case of Daniel, as we see, things may look worse, things may look bad, but it is only temporary. Sometimes because of the fact that we decide to be loyal and faithful to God, we lose our job because we fail to accept that bribe that man sent to us in the workplace. And because we decided to be loyal and faithful to God, we may have lost our job because we were in this relationship and the person wanted to compromise. The person wanted you to break your holiness, your sacredness and your virginity that you have decided that you would give to God. And because you decided to remain faithful and loyal to God, you may have lost that relationship. You may have love that man you may be you may have loved that woman that this woman is special this woman is good but i can't fail to compromise i can't fail to remain to be disloyal to god therefore i decided to keep myself for god and you may have lost that relationship god is telling you that it is only for a short while it is only for a short while why because the systems of this world is fashioned to fight god and his laws the systems of this world is fashioned to fight and we are living in a world where we celebrate sin. We are living in a world where we celebrate corruption. We are living in a world where we celebrate lust. So therefore, there is no room for people who decide. There is no room for people who decide to remain faithful and loyal to God. The system will try to push you out. But God is faithful. It is only for a short while. It is only for a short while. It is only for a short while. Hallelujah. We can see... <coughs> sorry we can see in the case of joseph according to the book of uh, genesis chapter 39 verse 7 to 20 we can see joseph also went to prison for a short while before his promotion came so that is that because of our time we move speedily now we move to disloyalty to god we have we are done with loyalty to god we are moving to disloyalty to god and our case study will be from the book of Exodus chapter 32 verse 1 to 35. But because of the time, you can note the scripture down so that you take your time and read. This story talks about the Israelites and the golden calf. And how these people became disloyal to God. Some people think just because we have been saved, just because we have been saved by grace, you can treat God anyhow and go scot-free anyhow. That is not how it is. That is not how it works. You can't choose to be disloyal to God without consequences. You can't choose to be unfaithful to God without something in the end. Without something in the end. Though we are saved by grace, but that doesn't give us the license to take our God for granted. That doesn't give us the license to take our God for granted. That doesn't give us the license to take our God for granted. So when you read the when you read the account of the Israelites and the golden calf, God has saved these people. He has brought them from Israel. He has brought them from Israel. And then God called Moses that he should come to him. So God, so Moses went to the mountain. Moses went to the mountain, then he was with God. But the Bible says he delayed. The Bible said he delayed. When you read the book of Exodus, chapter 32, verse 1. He says, now when the people saw that Moses had delayed coming down from the mountain, they gathered together before Aaron and said to him, come, make us a God who will go before us. 
As for this Moses, the man who brought us from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Mercy, mercy. So we get to know from the first point that this loyalty to God is also clearly seen by others around us. And it is clearly seen that you deny God who has always been by your side and has done so much for you. These people just made it plain. So if you are disloyal to God, you can't hide it. The same way if you are loyal to God, you can't hide it. These people just made it clear that Moses, the one who brought us from the land, the one who brought us into this place, we don't know what has become of him. So let us make a God for ourselves and let's just move on. All because of delay. All because of a short delay. All because of a short delay. <laughs> Mercy. Mercy, mercy. When you read verse 7, he says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down at once, for your people whom you brought up from the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. Verse 7. So, one thing we must learn is that this loyalty to God breaks God's heart. This loyalty to God. Because God, if you, if you listen to the scripture very carefully, that is verse 7 of Exodus chapter 32, verse 7. God said, God told Moses, Go and see your people. There we see hats in the heart of God because God had been calling the Israelites, my people, my people, my people, my people. But the moment they became disloyal to God, God told Moses, go and tell your people, go and see your people, how they have become corrupted. That has become corrupted. So we learn that disloyalty to God breaks God's heart because it hurts to be denied by your own people after you have done so much for them after you have done so much for them so this loyalty to god breaks god's heart it breaks god's heart it breaks god's heart and when you skip to verse 25 of the same chapter it says that now when moses saw that the people were out of control when the people were out of control for everyone had led them to get out of control to the point of being an object of mockery among their enemies so another thing we learned about this loyalty to god is it makes you a person without control some people think being called as a child of God is a call to lasciviousness or a call to behave or act anyhow or to do things without self-control. The Bible says these people were out of control because they became disloyal to God. In Christ, we have self-control. Disloyalty to God makes you a person without control and hence you are prone to corruption in this world since you have chosen to deny god and his ways there is self-control in god outside god in the world is lasciviousness lack of control and the tendency to engage in whatsoever you desire which only leads to death and destruction which only leads to death and destruction may it not be our portion in the name of jesus may it not be a portion in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and when you read the verse 33 to 35 of that same scripture we get to learn that you may lose the promise of god for you when you choose to be disloyal to god because after moses came down from the mountain and found out that these people had raising a despicable image a golden idol and worshiping it and doing all sorts of unholy things before this moses became angry and he made a decree he made a statement that who is on the law side come to me but these people were bold enough not to come to the side of moses they have denied and remained disloyal to god outright and it is only the people it was only the levites the sons of levi that rushed to moses side 
and then Moses said that they should all draw a sword and they should kill each and every one of them that did not run or that did not choose the Lord that did not choose to be faithful or to be loyal to God so these 3,000 men died and they failed to inherit the promise what was the promise the promise God gave them was that he would send them to a land flowing with milk and honey which is a typology of heaven the Christian journey God moved us from Egypt from a place of slavery and bondage and he has promised us that we will spend eternity with him these men along the way denied God and remained became disloyal to him and his ways therefore they did not reach the promised land they did not inherit the promise God gave them and God gave to their forefathers all because they were disloyal to God. So disloyal to God comes with consequences. Being disloyal to God comes with a price. And I pray that may we not be found in such a position in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we move to the next aspect of it quickly. That is loyalty and disloyalty to your fellow man. Loyalty and disloyalty to your fellow man. And under this one, we have the man of God encapsulated inside also as well. So I'll be merging the two. So with regards to loyalty to your fellow man, we are going to consider the story of David and Jonathan. David and Jonathan. David and Jonathan. We are going to consider that one. But one point the Lord gave me just before the meeting is, check who you decide to be loyal to. Check who you decide to be loyal to. Because there are consequences with who you decide to be loyal to. There are consequences with who you decide to be loyal to. Check who you decide. Because from the scriptures, we learn about Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias and his wife. These people decided to sell a portion of their land and present it to God at the feet of the disciples. And they decided to to hold back a portion of the land. And when they went to... Ananias first, the man first went to the apostles and he took and they asked the apostle asked Ananias, that's all that you have brought. Then he said yes. He said yes. Immediately he died. Then his wife came and they asked his wife the same question. Then his wife also said, Yes, it is the portion. There we see loyalty. We see the loyalty of a wife to his husband. We see the loyalty of a wife to his husband. Every wife is supposed to be loyal to his husband. But here there was a problem. Because Ananias deci- because Sapphira decided to remain loyal to his hus- to her husband, she also died as well. Because she didn't check who she was being loyal to at that particular moment. So it is important we check who we remain loyal to. Yes, please, man of God. Noted. 30 minutes more. God help us. So, can somebody help me us with the book of First Samuel chapter eighteen, verse one to four? First Samuel chapter eighteen, verse one to four. We are going to consider the case of David and Jonathan. David and Jonathan. First Samuel chapter eighteen, verse one to four. Man, the car, open our eyes, oh God, let it be light. Shut up the car, deeper branda, car pie, deeper branda. God bless you, Minister Winning and Minister Ebenezer. God bless you very much for helping with the scriptures. 
The Bible says, And it came to pass when he made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him in that day, and he would not let him go no more to his father's house. Verse 3 to verse 4. Yeah, and he says, Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as sorry he loved him as his own soul and jonathan stripped himself of his robe and upon him and gave it to david and his garments and even his sword and his bow and even his ghetto key number one a loyal person is ready to strip himself or herself of that which is precious to him for the sake of the person who he or she is loyal to i repeat a loyal person is ready to strip himself or herself of that which is precious to him or her for the sake of the one whom he or she is loyal to here we see from the scriptures that jonathan jonathan did something strange he said he gave him he gave him his robe he gave him his garments he gave him his sword he gave him his bow and he gave him his girdle he gave him his girdle it's interesting because jonathan was a prince the son of saul and i imagine and they were in times of war and it is very dangerous to be a son of a king who the philistines are trying to kill to be moving up and down without a sword without garments without a bow to even to defend yourself but because Jonathan's heart was knit to David and there was a great sense of loyalty that existed between David and Jonathan, he was ready to strip himself of all that is that he could even use to defend himself for David. And one thing you must know is that these kind of people are rare to find. They are not common. Loyal people are not common. They are not common to find. Loyal people, it's not easy to come across loyal people. Jonathan literally placed himself in harm's way just his to prove his loyalty and unflinching love and commitment to david commitment to david hmm. jesus jesus hmm. mercy. loyal people are very rare loyal people are very rare you don't need too many loyal people mm-hmm. you don't need too many loyal people you just need a few who are willing to go to the ends of the earth for you because they have decided to do so because they have decided to do so because they have decided to do so child when you read the book of first samuel chapter 20 verse 1 to 42 you can jot that scripture down when you go you take your time and you read it you take your time and read it but i'm going to read something from that particular chapter verse 4 it talks about how when Saul wanted to kill David and he told Jonathan about it, about the plot of his father to kill him. Uh, Saul had held a spear towards David so many times and David had escaped all of them. So he made Jonathan aware that, Charlie, your father wants to kill me. Your father, he wants to kill me. So let's see how Jonathan responded. So when he told Jonathan, Jonathan was surprised. He was like, ah. How can my father do that? I don't know because I am my father's son. I know that whatever my father tells me, what my father plans to do, he tells me before he does it. So I'm surprised that you are telling me that my father wants to kill you. Then verse 4 of 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 4. 
Jonathan made an interesting statement to David. He said, What then Jonathan said to David, 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 4, Whatever you say, I will do for you. Whatever you say, I will do for you. Somebody said loyalty. So uh, the second person we learn about loyal people is, Then Jonathan said, God bless you, minister. When he said, Then Jonathan said unto David, Whatsoever thy soul desireth, I even do it for thee. A loyal person is willing to do anything for the one whom his soul or her soul is bonded to, as long as it is for the good of the one he's loyal to. And he means, he or she means what they say. I repeat, a loyal person is willing to do anything for the one whom his or her soul is bonded to, and as long as it is for the good of the one he is loyal to, and he means what he say. So we see Jonathan doing this. He goes to his father when they were having a feast. Then he talks about the fact that he and David made a plan that David would be absent, then he will go, he will talk to his father. Based on his father's reaction, then he will give a, re- a response to David. He will give a response to David. So they went to the feast. David was not there. Saul asked, where is David? Jonathan responded that he was going to uh, his father's house. He was going to make a feast. He was Because of that, he was not able to be at the table. So the scripture says that Saul became angry. Saul became very, very angry. And he started insulting Jonathan. He really insulted Jonathan. He, he, he said a whole lot of unpleasant things to his own son. All because he wanted to kill David. But something interesting happened. Verse 32. Can you please post verse 32 of the same chapter? First Samuel chapter 20, verse 32. First Samuel chapter 20, verse 22. Verse Samuel chapter 20, verse 32. Yes. God bless you, Mr. Wenin. He said, And Jonathan answered Saul his father and said unto him, Wherefore shall he be slain? What had he done? When we read the Amplified Version, he says, And Jonathan answered Saul his father, Why must he be put to death? What has he done? So, another thing we learn about loyal people is a loyal person is willing to defend your integrity before others in your absence because he has come to know you and what you are capable of. A lawyer man or a lawyer person is willing to defend your integrity before others, even in your absence, because he has come to know you and what you are capable of. And what you are capable of. <laughs> Jesus. So when you read the story further, Jonathan was disappointed in his father. He was heard that his father was going to do that to David, the one whom he loved and the one whom he was loyal to. Then he went to where David was hiding. Then he told David all, all that happened. But one thing that was also interesting was David was David and Jonathan both broke down in tears. That is verse 41. Verse 41. Verse 41. And one thing we learn from here is that when you are down and in tears, and when you are in pain, that loyal friend, that loyal person you have is there to weep with you. And to share in your pain as well. Okay, please, Minister, Minister uh, Samuel, thank you for notifying me about the time. Yes, God bless you, Minister Winning, for dropping the. Sorry, God bless you, Mr. Benizla, sorry, for dropping the scripture. He said, As soon as the lad was gone, David arose out of a place over the south and fell to his face and bowed himself three times 
and they kissed one another and they wept with one another and David exceedingly so when you are down and when you are in tears or when you are in pain that loyal friend that you have the loyal person that is in your life is there to weep with you and share in your pain as well and share in your pain as well he doesn't laugh at you he doesn't taunt you he doesn't discourage you the more because he realizes that you are in pain and what you need is his his encouragement what you need is his upliftment and not you bringing him down the more it goes vice versa it goes is two sides of the same coin the same way you expect a loyal person to do this for you that is what is expected of you as you have decided to remain loyal to someone or your man of god as well let us keep that one in mind we can also note this scripture down since it's a teaching service a lot of scriptures will be given and bombarded let us make time to know them that is first samuel chapter 23 verse 15 to 18 1 Samuel 23 verse 15 to 18. You can note that one down. That was when Saul was chasing David. Saul was chasing him and he was going through a lot. Because for somebody that you have been prophesied or you have been told that you will be king. And your own king is trying to hunt you down. It's very, very, very painful and it's very exhausting. The one you have been loyal to all this while. You have killed for him. You have killed giants for him. And this person wants to kill you. It's very heartbreaking. And the Bible says that the, God bless you, Minister Benizah. And David saw that Saul was come out of the wilderness to seek his life. And David was in the wilderness of Ziph in the wood. And Jonathan Saul's son arose and went to David in the woods and strengthened his hand in God and said unto him, Fear not, the hand of Saul my father shall not find thee, and thou shalt be king over Israel, and I shall be next unto thee. And that saw my father know it so two things we learn number one a loyal friend is there to encourage you in the lord in your lowest moments and strengthen you even when you are down and he is not there to drag you down so the same way you expect a loyal person to do this for you the same vein as you have decided to be loyal to someone do this for someone as well that is loyalty and we learn another interesting from that particular scripture. He says, a loyal friend, and this is the point, a loyal person or a loyal friend is never intimidated, is never jealous, is never envious when your God-given destiny seems, in quotes, seems or looks bigger than his, but is always ready to support you to be the very best that you can be. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan knew that David was going to be king, even though he was the son of the already reigning king, that was Saul. But Jonathan made up his point that, no, I am loyal to David. And even if David was supposed to be king, and I am not, I am willing to support him, and I am not going to be, I am not going to be intimidated, and I am not going to be jealous, I am not going to be envious of his God-given destiny. That looks, in quotes, bigger than mine, but I am ready to support him. And I'm ready to give him the very best. The very best. So in the same way you expect a loyal person to do this for you. Do this also to the one that you have decided to be loyal to. Including your man of God. Including your man of God. Including your man of God. So that is that. So we move on to we move on to, to this loyalty to your fellow man or your man of God. And the classical example and the one we are going to look. <laughs> yes, yeah, so 
Apostle Samuel, loyalty is a very big thing. It's, it's, it's serious. It's serious. It's a very heavy virtue. That it's not anybody, it's not everyone that is capable of displaying this level of loyalty. Because it takes a lot and it costs a lot. It takes a lot and it costs a lot. Disloyalty to your fellow man or a man of God. And a classic example you are going to look at is David and Joab. David and Joab. David and Joab. So Joab was interesting love. Joab was a family member of David, like his nephews. That straight line, yeah, that long, yeah, yeah. And Joab was the commander, was the commander. Exactly said, man of God, loyalty is an expensive virtue. We cannot expect from cheap people, indeed. We cannot expect that from cheap people. Joab was the commander of David's army. And as a soldier, your loyalty is to your king, straight up. No complaints, no issues, no questions, no questions asked. As a commander, your loyalty lies with your king. Fully, whatever your king says, do, you do. Whatever your king, when your king says sit, you sit. When your king says goes to war, you go to war. But not this man Joab. Not this man Joab. Not this man Joab. When you read the book of 2 Samuel chapter 3 verse 26 to 32 verse 2nd Samuel chapter 3 verse 26 to 32 we learned Joab killed Abner who was a commander in Saul's army during Saul's time Abner was the commander and then it wasn't David's will to kill him but this man this man this man this commander who refused to submit or who refused to be obedient to the commands or the instructions of his king decided that he would kill him all because the man he killed that is Abner killed his brother killed his brother so one thing we learn about a disloyal man he puts his own selfish interest before the interest of the one he is under or the one he has submitted to he puts his own selfish interest before the one he is supposed to be loyal to or the one he has submitted to. We see that in Joab. He wasn't supposed to kill Abner. David was very displeased with that, but yet he went ahead and killed it. He could question King David straight up. He could question King David straight up after he has given him an order, after he has told him that, no, this is not what you are supposed to do, but yet Joab, senior commandant, he will go and do that and mess up. And also another thing David another thing Joab also did was you it got to a time Absalom tried to overthrow King David but King David gave an instruction to Joab that Joab when you find my son do not kill him deal gently with him that one is according to the book of 2nd Samuel chapter 18 verse 9 to 14 David gave a clear instruction to Joab that Joab when you go and meet my son have mercy on him be gentle with him but this man went to see David's son lying hanging on the tree and he struck his stomach with spear which was in complete violation with what his king ordered it didn't end there second kings chapter 1 verse 5 to 7 david had already decided that solomon would be king solomon would be king solomon would be king but this man joab this man this commandant joab decided that he will use adonijah not solomon he will support adonijah to be king instead of solomon instead of solomon and he supported adonijah 
get some people behind him but in the end the word of god prevailed and solomon remained king so we see instances where this man remained disloyal to david again and again and again and again and again and the interesting thing is after joab became disloyal to david david placed a curse on him when he killed abner david placed the curse on him that his house leprosy leprosy will never depart from his house and that happened that is why i first stated at the beginning of disloyalty and loyalty to man that it is important you are careful about who you choose to be loyal to you don't joke with anybody if you want to be loyal to someone go by it but if you choose to be loyal to to be disloyal to someone and that person is of a higher authority than you lawfully you are under that person and you are supposed to submit and that level of loyalty is demanded of you and you choose to deliberately and intentionally to be disloyal again and again and again and again and you displease the one you are under and as a result of hurt or bitterness or anger the person who has authority over you says something he is not in quotes maybe was not supposed to say at a particular time it may work against your life that is why it is very vital if you choose to be disloyal to your man of god tell him straight up or separate yourself so that at least the man of god know that this person is not with me therefore if he's doing what he's doing on one case is the person's case but not when you are part of him and you end up stabbing him in the back again at the same time it's very very dangerous that's why it's important to for us to be very very careful of who we decide to remain loyal to if the person is held in high esteem by god don't joke around don't choose to be disloyal don't choose to be disloyal don't choose to be disloyal so we learned in the end joab died joab died he couldn't be a commander again for long because of his disloyal acts that persisted again and again and again and again so we learn from here by choosing to be disloyal to somebody who is of a high authority can you you may lose your position you may lose the place where you may have gone to by virtue of that man but because you have chosen to be disloyal start being disloyal and disobedient to your boss at work he has every right to fire you and you can lose your job choose to be disloyal or disobedient as you were in school choose to be disloyal and obedient to your lecturers and your teachers they can choose to cancel your exams when you write and you have nothing to say because they have authority over you so let us be very careful in how and where you choose to be loyal and disloyal one last aspect of loyalty then i am done that is loyalty and disloyalty to your ministry to the ministry god has placed you in to the ministry god has placed you in to the ministry god has placed you in so with regards to that i got some key points i wrote down some points that you can note number one never speak against the ministry in which god has placed you never speak against the ministry in which god has placed you 
noted please, Apostle Samuel, noted please. Never speak against the ministry in which God has placed you. Some of us are in the habits of speaking against the very places God has strategically placed us to build us and to mold us to get to the place where He wants us to be. But because we have chosen to be disloyal, we have made up our minds that we will take that ministry for granted and we will say whatever we like against that ministry. How can you expect to grow in a ministry or to grow under the tutelage of a man of God you speak against day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. All you see is faults and problems. All you see is issues. What went wrong? You are easy to pick out faults and in the wrongs in the ministry and magnify it instead of contributing your quota to make sure that the ministry stands as God wants it to stand. As God wants it to stand. So one thing you must know, we must never speak against the ministry in which God has placed you. Never speak against the ministry in which God has placed you. Two, believe in the anointing of the man of God God has placed over you. Or as the leader in the ministry. We know of a classical story in the Bible where a prophet went to a widow and the prophet gave her an instruction that what do you do? And he said all you have is an oil and he told the lady to go for an empty jars, empty jars, empty containers. Then he, she should just start pouring the oil. Imagine if this lady had not believed that this man of God is anointed by God enough to be able to do that which she was to be able to do that which he want he, he want he said he would do the woman might have missed that blessing and she might have died of hunger and lack but because the man be, the, because the widow believed in the anointing of the prophet when the prophet gave her that instruction she did it in the same way in the ministry you find yourself when an instruction come signs that you are loyal to the ministry is obedience just follow the instruction if you do not believe in the man or support the man of god god has placed over you you will not get the blessings or the results you are seeking you are believing god for a breakthrough you are believing god for something but the man of god he has placed over you you have made up your mind say anything he says you won't do or can one not afar or can not afar when he says that you do it when you do it how do you expect god to work in your life when he is through that man he wants to work for you or through the ministry he wants to build you up to the place where he wants you to be how <laughs> how so let us believe in the anointing of the man of God. Let us believe in the anointing of the man of God. God has placed for you. God has placed over the ministry. The third thing we must learn is support your man of God and make his work easier. What you must understand is the person God has set over us, your pastor, your elder, your bishop, your deacon, your apostle, whoever he may be, is a human being 
he has emotions he has feelings he has the tendency to get hurt he has the tendency to become discouraged he has the tendency to feel down he has the tendency to be shaken by situation he is not a superhuman he is not a power he is not a superman he is a human being therefore he has the tendency to become frustrated if you make it so or if you decide to do so so it is important that we will support the leaders or the people god has placed over us in the ministry he has placed us in to make his work easier so that whatever god has for him god whatever god has for us through him he will do it easily 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 this i'm going to streamline it to the banner one specifically because this is a ministry that is solely online we don't meet in person we do everything online therefore we use technology we use whatsapp platforms we use podcasts we use these technological advances to do the work of god therefore in line to that when your man of god for example it is an online ministry when your man of god plays something on that the ministry's whatsapp platform the keyword make his work easier notice that we are not meeting in person where the man of god will come and stand in front of a congregation who will be looking at you eyeball to eyeball then he'll be like do you get what i'm saying so that through even through your faces or even through how you react the man of god can be able to know that you are responding to the message or not but this man the man of god God has placed over you or your leaders or your apostle your teachers your whatever will put information on the whatsapp platform and you choose to ignore how can the man of god know that you are following what he is doing or your heart is with him in where he is going because this is an online ministry i'm sticking it in that direction i'm sticking it into that direction small <laughs> it is accustomed preaching custom preaching honestly it is not loyalty honestly we have so many we have so many reasons not to reply to messages but listen we must get to understand that as you have decided to be loyal to a ministry as you have decided to be committed to a ministry you must act in accordance with that decision that you have made and that is responding and doing what you're supposed to do to make the work of your man of god easier your man of god or your leaders will put information on the page booty blue text if you are not committed you are not committed but if you claim that you are loyal to the ministry if you claim that you are loyal to the ministry then we need to do what we are supposed to do then we need to do what we are supposed to do i'm not even restricting it to only here some of us are first timers that we have joined this podcast whatever ministry whatever church you find yourself in whether pentecost whether methodist whether apostolic whether jehovah witness whether church of christ whatever church you find yourself in you have whatsapp platforms and your leaders your bible study leaders your cell your cell fellowship your cell fellowship leaders they are all dropping information on the page and all you do is booting no response no reply God have mercy on us. Loyalty. Somebody type loyalty. <laughs> sure, please, man of God. Six minutes. Six minutes. Okay. Then the next thing we must learn is 
defend your man of God or your leaders in their, in their presence or their absence. Def- learn to defend your man of God whether he is around or he's not around. It is important. It's very, very important. It's very, very important. Some of us, when we hear us, when we hear somewhere that our leaders in our churches, our pastors, our elders are doing this and this and this, that is when we will even jump in and talk plenty. And talk plenty. We are like, mm-hmm, yeah, this one. Hmm, I knew that you'll be able to do this. I know that this person will do it. But that is not what you are supposed to do. Yes, he can do it. He can do it. Thank you, Miss Evan. He can do it. That man. How can you? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Mr. Evan. <laughs> I always suspected him. It's very important. <laughs> no matter what you hear, if you don't have all the facts, just keep quiet. Pray in your heart that God, I have heard this and this about this pastor or this leader in my church. Even if it is true, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you are the God that is able to lift men that are fallen. And I pray that you touch the hearts of our leaders, that the leader that I have heard that he has fallen, that he gets back up, that he gets back up and get to that place where he once was. And if it is true or not, you have done your part. Case closed, you move on. Case closed, you move on. Next one, since I have a very short time, have the good of the man of God at heart. Have the good of the man of God at heart. It's a loyal trait. Some people, all they think, all they are waiting for is the downfall of their leaders. This what a pain. My leader has fallen. Hey, this person has done this. Hey, this person has done this. Hey, this person has done this. The person does not have a heart for good things to happen to their leaders at church, whether they are Bible study leaders, they are choir leaders or anything they just want to hear that something bad has happened but that's not supposed to be so you must have a good heart you must have the heart for the good on the people true we forget about the battles our pastors our leaders our forefathers we forget that once we were babes in christ and through the grace of god through a man of god he builds he has we have been built up and we have gotten to a place where we can say that indeed we can stand now nothing can shake us nothing can move us and when we have come to that place we think we are better than those that are before us we think that we are better than the one who brought us up we think we are better more anointed more prayerful more teachable like we can do things we can do things better than the man of god god placed over us to bring us up when we were once babes let us not do that it's not a trait of loyalty it's not a trait for loyalty another point is pray for your man of god Pray for your leaders, pray for your churches, pray for your leaders, pray for your Bible study leaders, pray for your home cell leaders, pray for your choir leaders, pray for your <coughs> choir directors, pray for all of them, pray for all of them, those who are leaders in the church you find yourself or in the ministry you find yourself, pray for them. And also learn to lift up your man of God or your church leaders in their lowest moment. You learn that, for example, your leaders have lost someone dear to them. Go to them, encourage them, build them up, build them up. Don't be like, hey, and they deserve it, they deserve it. What kind of attitude is that? That is not supposed to be done. That is not supposed to be done. That's supposed to be done. I have a very small time. Let me brush through this one. One, 
look out for the best of your ministry when you notice problems are in your ministry instead of attacking and criticizing and being critical think about the best you can do what you can contribute to make sure that the problem in the ministry or the church is solved don't quit or abandon the ministry you find yourself in when things get hard some people when things get hard for example when the population of the ministry is going down or the church they find themselves in is going down then they start running away they start leaving they start leaving they start running away they start going away they are running away because maybe the number of uh, members they used to have is not like before so if they are dropping they are pa, let me run away don't quit or abandon the ministry you find yourself in when things get hard seek to contribute your quota to ensure that the ministry stands again by god's grace the next thing is love your ministry love your ministry love your church love your ministry wherever god has planted where god has planted you wherever god has placed you love it love the ministry god has placed you in the next thing is be committed and devoted to your ministry show up for meeting when you join fellowship show up for churches when the church calls for meeting go and when you go be glad be joyful during moments of fellowship sure please sure please sure please be moment sure for me sure for meetings be glad be joyful during moments of fellowship and one last thing i'll add one last thing i'll add then i'll end my teaching service for today is actively take part in the affairs of your ministry some people if you want to be considered as someone who is loyal to the ministry active participation not passive participation active participation active participation in your ministry active participation in your church when you go to church and they are singing sing some when you go to church and they are praying pray some when burning once when you when you join the podcast and you are supposed to call in and the place that you are found is a cool place and there are no noise in the background call in and press some when somebody asks for a quotation and you are free and you can drop the quotation onto the podcast drop some when some when your minister says send fireballs send some <laughs> active participation active participation not passive participation not passive participation so this is what the lord has laid on my heart tonight that i share with the people of god and i thank god that i stick to the time <laughs> i thank god i was able to cover everything according to the time that was given unto me i pray that god blesses god illuminates us and god grants us grace that even as we have heard his word that we will not be hearers only but we'll be doers of the word as well. We'll be doers of the word as well. God bless you for making time to listen. God bless you. Apostle Samuel, please, I am done. I hand over. I hand over to you. Apostle Samuel, please, I am done. So we can carry on, please. Okay, 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 please. Okay. Shaya, Kimpa, Branda, 
God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Kashanenama branda skiba dia dala. Kabadia do shanenama brandi kibidia dala. Kaya ti papa yo. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. Hallelujah. 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 People of God. What 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 a moment! What a moment in the presence of God! Hallelujah! I see the hand of God coming mightily. Oh Jesus, we bless you. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you. Somebody lift your voice in, in just 30 seconds before the Spirit of God ministers to us. In 30 seconds, just thank God for His Word. Bless His name, bless His name, bless His name. Thank Him for speaking unto us His good Word. In Hebrews chapter 6, the verse 4, the Bible talks about the good Word and have tasted the good Word of God. The good Word of God. The Bible says in Psalm 34, it says, Oh, taste and see. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. The good word of God. God did it before. This is the second session and he's done it again. Just lift your voice. We thank you. Glory. Blessing. Blessing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we exalt your name. We exalt you, Father. Thank you so much. We bless you, Lord. Father, we worship you. Lord, we give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just want to say thank you, Father. We just want to bless your name. We just want to say thank you for your faithfulness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, O Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. His word has been spoken to us. Hallelujah. You are welcome. Please, are you a student or you are a worker? And do you have any issue at the workplace? Do you have any issue at the workplace? Tell Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. Kojo, are you a student or a worker? Please. All those who just joined us, you are welcome. Unfortunately, we have just about 10 minutes to go. Let's see. How many people God would like to speak with? Let Okay, okay. Please, are you working? Are you working? Mila In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. La Tony Mohovalakavai. I pray that the Lord. Who meet you at the point of your need, amen. Because I see you working, I see you working this year. I mean, this year, and I see that there's a problem at the workplace. There's a, a, a bit of a problem. The one who connected you to the workplace, you, you seem to have an issue with him. 
and I see the Lord coming through for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May God grant you the fact that God has revealed this is, is, is proof. Is proof that He's already gone ahead of you and the work has been provided. Hallelujah. God has provided you that job. God has provided you that job. Hallelujah. You are blessed. What did you read? I want to know. What did you read? Did you do anything related to healthcare? Or the sciences. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Geography. Geography. Okay. Geography. Will you be surprised when you find yourself in a health the healthcare industry? Will you be surprised if you find yourself there? Or you are not open up to it? Because what God is about doing for you blow your mind it will blow your mind it will blow your mind are you up haven't thought about that yet all right then pray about it start considering it okay it is not directly healthcare related yes 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 god is able bible says now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think so if you can consider it, if you can think it, because I see a door being opened there for you. It's in the sciences first, and it's, it is in the healthcare industry, the healthcare industry. Something having to do with administration. Administration, please, what do you do at church? Have you done anything related to administration before? In the name of Jesus. As for God is able. Yes, uh, Minister, we even. <laughs> okay, the choir leaders. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Please just, just continue in your faithfulness. Okay, please continue in your faithfulness. Continue in your faithfulness. There is an opening for you. Amen. Anointed. Joseph can come. May God lift you. May God lift you. May God lift you. May God grant you grace for excellence in the name of Jesus. May God grant you grace for excellence in the name of Jesus. Odisheba, 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 Likonamatai. Please, what is your full name? Rabados, Kinimika Pahashai. What is your full name? Milatos, Kiminika Paladahashe. Redo, Saprandi Mohosai. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Rebedos, Atalwakapai. Any traveling door ahead of you, yes. Any traveling door ahead of you, in the name of Jesus. I have just four minutes to go. In the name of Jesus, I declare, let it remain open in the name of Jesus. Let it be open and remain open for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because it's in your heart. Are you already outside or you are planning to? Because there's a traveling door. Who is this? Lisa? Is it Isa or Lisa? Shele Kobaranda. Lee Komanama Telekobad. 
please, unfortunately for us, can you be posting the details? Unfortunately for us, we have just like four minutes to go. And I want to take the time to give a few... Okay, Lisa. Oh, I see. You've really modified your name. You, you, you wrote... Alright, alright. Please, audition, but it is done. Okay, it is done. It is done. I don't I won't speak much about that okay it is done it is done if you can do this for me take a seat okay take a seat any good amount any good amount from your heart pray upon it fast for three days pray on that seed I hope you you are a Christian and you go to church right and then drop it on the altar of where you fellowship where you serve okay and that miracle will be completed for you okay and please never speak ill of your church or your man of god please don't do that amen god richly bless you what is ahead of you is great what is ahead of you is very great what is ahead of you is so so great okay yeah God is going to use you as an avenue to bless many ministries. Many, many ministries. In fact, it is well. It is well. It is well. It is well. Just also be mindful of your friends. Just be mindful of your friends. But money is not a problem with you. Money is not a problem with you. Money is not going to be one of your problems. Even from three years from now, money is not going to be one of your problems at all. Hallelujah. All right. Three minutes, even two minutes, 30 seconds to go. Um, I want to encourage you to follow us if you have not followed us. Youngest, you are welcome. Youngest, you are welcome. If you haven't clicked the follow button um, near the name of the ministry burning once, please just do so and follow us and as you do whenever we come online for either a prayer teaching session or the prophetic the ministration of the spirit you are going to get the notification amen amen unfortunately we have just two minutes to go i can't talk to a lot of people amen but um audisheba please don't forget to carry out the direction that i i told you okay this is from god to you your prayer has been heard and an angel has been released to that effect. Amen. An angel of the Lord has been released to that effect. Amen. Queen Star, you are welcome. Um, I also see Wisdom Wago. You are also welcome. People of God, our time is up. Just follow us when we come online. Once again, you get a notification. Amen. And we have a great and rich source of teachings that you can also connect to and uh, listen to amen if you click on the dashboard after this meeting you're going to see a lot of teachings on the power the power and purpose of vision the power and purpose of planning i'm waiting on the lord in prayer um the, the mystery of fasting restoration um dealing with the the yokes of delay and a whole lot of teachings that um, the communion um the passover foreshadowed so many teachings that will bless your heart amen and prayers as well we are family we are family of god in christ jesus we believe in prayers accurate sound rightly divided word of truth teaching of the bible we believe in fasting we believe in the lord jesus christ we believe in all the disciplines of the faith 
Amen. And we love God and fellow men. Um, today was a very awesome teaching on loyalty and disloyalty in the kingdom of God. Amen. And the one who facilitated it wasn't me, but my brother, one of our ministry pillars, his name, David. You can see him live. And it was a wonderful session. So, um, <laughs> Podbean just gave me the notification. We have just 60 seconds to go. We're going to meet again tomorrow at 6 36 o'clock in the evening and again at 10 30 p.m ghana time or west africa time please don't forget to join us amen amen and if you want to get in touch with the ministry please pick amen amen or this you can pick our contact and then we can pray with you amen if you want to give into the ministry here we don't receive seats but if you are led we believe that god loves a cheerful giver so if you are led to bless the ministry it doesn't matter whether you join early or late somebody can join late and still give the the, the most okay pay the eyes of god you can pick up our details get in touch with us for prayers counseling to share testimonies you have a problem or you want to you, you want access to christian materials we have a lot we can share with you christian books teachings and a whole lot amen and to, tomorrow is going to mark the fifth day of our fasting with prayers our fasting with prayers every new month the first seven days of every new month of the year that we enter into we have been instructed by god to fast to begin the, the month by fasting amen so we've started tomorrow marks the day five if you want to join us you are invited you are welcome hallelujah god richly bless you don't forget to follow us the podcast is ending in a few seconds don't for, forget to follow us if you haven't followed us minister david god richly richly bless you hallelujah god richly bless you for the past four sessions we shall get in touch on the page i love you all may the lord keep you bless you and cause his face to shine upon you until we meet again shalom bye 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 so from the rising of the sun